Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Can I say something that I think is bullshit? You're a fool, would you? Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Now you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in a fucking dirt and smoking hash through the ground. Oh, I don't know, there's all kinds of shit. And shower filled with women. Set your ass down, Lara. Shoot a pair of women's legs walking down the street. Eight women washing you down at once, you know? Come up here, Lars points to me. <laughs> And his skin is bubbling like on the Toxic Avenger. Boyfriends and dads looking for me. Ten minutes? Singing along, fucking along, doing this something the fuck along. Here we go! Hey Metallica fans, this is Doc Coyle from Bad Wolves. And you're listening to And Podcast for All. Now give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker motherfucker! Welcome to And Podcast for All. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Season 6, Episode 10. We are talking to someone tonight that just lives right down the street from the Chase Center. So we're going to get some some inside scoop on uh, what to expect from that fine town of SFO. I wonder if he lives on a hill, or if he takes the trolley, or if he steps in human feces. Feces, yes. Trolley. Those trolleys are badass. That is like the old school like cable shit they use there. I will, I'm not going to hate on San Francisco, but I got to say that's like that in the Golden Gate Bridge. That's like the only cool thing. Otherwise, it's too crowded for how small of an area it is for me. It is interesting when you look at it on a map. There's not much square footage or square, what do you call it, mileage in that area for the no, 17 million people that live there. There's so many people and it's so expensive. Beautiful area, but... It's hard getting around too. It's Yeah, it's not... I, I don't dislike it. It's just a little too crowded for me. We're going to get to that in a bit. We're going to hear all about the uh, the area, what to expect, um, some extracurricular, ugh, extracurricular activities in the, uh, they call it the Union Square area, I believe. I like activities. Whether it's wedding band or seeing Ross Helfen or there's so much on that calendar to pack into four days. It should have been, it, this should be like a whole month. It should have just been like, all right, here's morning yoga to St. Anger. I'm surprised they didn't like choose our breakfast plans for, you know, each morning we're there lars said all right it's time to fire up the old computer let's get the itinerary for day one let's just go knock on his door and be like dude you're gonna feed us while we're out here in this expensive city for four days like dude do you like del taco oh now you're talking see i love del taco that's a california thing i think i love it uh just kind of west coast there are places that yeah i was gonna say it's not just California. I think Colorado has it. Yeah, Colorado does have Del Taco. I had it when I was there. 
Plenty of options, dude. People are listening to this. They're probably on their way to San Francisco already. Next Wednesday. This is the Wednesday of the 40th anniversary. Everyone's in a great mood. I'm in a good mood. It's a busy time of year. You throw this in with Christmas and work parties, full-time jobs and families, and there's a lot going on. It's almost a little stressful. Yeah, it's a little stressful. I didn't have gray hair until this week. This week. It's like, <laughs> I'm just when am I leaving? When am I going? What are we going to? Wedding band, Ross Helfen. We got people playing trivia. We have people going to the 3132 house. We got people going to Alcatraz. We got... It's it's almost too much. I, I hate I'm to just, say that, but when you turn 40, it's like, okay, I need at least 10 hours of sleep and I need three meals a day. So don't don't interrupt mm-hmm. that cycle for me. Mm-hmm. I think we should just stay home and just watch it on our couches since they're streaming it. And that is being streamed on Amazon Public Access Channel 2. Uh no, I think that was AM eight eighty. <laughs> Twin Cities Live nineteen eighty one. Yeah, there it's it's going to be from WCCO Channel Four. Don Shelby. <laughs> My thoughts. Can I get serious and uh, what do they call it? Philosophical. You're gonna get philosophical. That's a big word for me. No, come on, you're a pilot, dude. A pilot, you just need to know ground, air, and speed, and fast, and delays, and asshole passengers. There's your dictionary for being a pilot. <laughs> asshole passengers. Bravo, yeah. my friend. Bravo. By the way, if you're on a flight right now or at an airport listening to us on your way to SFO with the rest of us, just just get along and be kind and shut your mouth, and we'll, we'll all get there together. Oh, so you're saying that not everybody that flies are in a great mood? Because I I don't see why. I mean, you have to go through TSA right. and deal with a bunch of people. Like, wow, it's it's such a great time. TSA, Tub Stackers of America. Hey, you better watch it. They might catch on to you. TSA, thousands standing around. You're fucking right. TSA, throwing shit away. Like wow. nail clippers and, you know, toothpaste, you know, harmful things. Yeah, you know, things that could... Liquid. Guitar cables and whatnot. Speaking of people not being nice uh, on airplanes, we pulled up to the gate the other night, and you yeah. know how the jet bridge connects to the forward boarding door? Yep, yep. The jet bridge was not working, so we're parked at the gate, but the bridge isn't even close to meeting the aircraft. Oh, so, that's. I'm sure people were happy. We sat there for like 20 minutes while like, maintenance technicians and airport technicians to try to get the jet bridge going. Mm-hmm. This lady gets out of her seat from row 13, storms up to the front and says, this is fucking ridiculous. Don't you know I need to get to work right now? Open the door. You just said, all right, there you go. Jump on out. Enjoy. There you go. About two stories down. I wish you luck. And yeah. once you hit the uh, pavement, the police will be there, but I, I wish you all the luck, man. Yeah, like best of luck. And this was at 10, 15 at night. I want to say, where do you work that you book the flight so last minute with a close connection time that you start work at 11 p.m.? I work at the club. Thank you very much. (laughs) Deja vu, baby. Hundreds of pretty girls and a couple ugly ones. That's their motto. Yeah, I mean, that's a good motto. While we're on the topic of angry people and hate, we need to fire up the hate train because we got some hate mail. Good. I I love hate mail, and this week's there were some good ones. I actually, the first one, I I literally laughed out loud when I read. Is this the one to me or to you? The one to you. Oh, okay. 
We got two in one week. That means we're, yeah, yeah. That means we're, we're doing, doing something, something right. We're doing something right. Yeah, and that means absolutely. people are listening. Last week was all about underrated, unnamed, or outlaw tunes of what we thought didn't get enough love. And you and I did not get love with this hate train mail. Well, and I feel like people are actually angry this time. Email number one. I'm going to read the one to you because I just I, I think that's kosher. Okay. I, I mean, you can read them both. You're the boss, boss. I'm not the boss. I'm just sitting in Florida at midnight reading hate mail. Hey. Email number one, Shane, WTF. I think that stands for what the fuck. I think it does. Yeah. Shane, what the fuck? Halo on Fire is an underrated and outlaw kind of song. And then he wrote GTFO. Get the fuck out. You only brought it up because you're in the music video for Halo. <laughs> True. But what I'd like to say to this person That's what is. Made me laugh. If I wanted to mention my star appearance in the Halo on Fire video, which I will say was badass. It was great. Don't you think I would have probably brought that up when I said Halo was an underrated outlaw tune, in my opinion? Thank you yes, very much. Absolutely. And you know what? Since you're, it bringing, no it, since you're bringing it up, now I'm going to bring it up. Dude, my face is in that music video. Bam. That's true. I'm wearing the Four Faces shirt of one, the only tribute to Metallica shirt. Yeah, I'm not in the video, but I'm in it by proxy. So, you know what? That's pretty fucking cool. I'd say you're technically in it then. Yes. Sweet. Cemented in history. <laughs> Branded. So the whole message, Shane, what the fuck? Halo on Fire is an underrated and outlaw kind of song, question mark. Get the fuck out. You only brought it up because you're in the music video. Jeff's list was way fucking better than your sap story. <laughs> your sap story. <laughs> Steve K. from Phoenix. Pohanix, huh? Pohanix. I've how never can, heard that before. Man, how can you trust someone from a state that doesn't even have daylight savings time? Come on. I think that heat might be getting to him in the desert. Hey, you know what, buddy? Go cook an egg on your sidewalk in the morning. Actually, I'm really jealous. I shouldn't be saying that because I'm cold. Steve, <laughs> I love Phoenix. Jeff and I love the fact that you're listening to the show. but Absolutely, 100%. Uh, Halo, Halo is just that underrated, that... I told you last week what it's about. It's not about the video. It's about that's such a great song that it gets overshadowed by hardwired moth and spit. And that's my two cents. Yeah. And I do, if I do recall, I think I was kind of semi disagreeing with you just because of how much it's been talked about by our fans. I should say our fans, our listeners. So to this guy, to Steve K's defense, I kind of agree I just think it's funny the way he worded it. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's like completely out of line for an outlaw song. I just okay. think, I would say to the mainstream audience, yes, definitely an outlaw song. But to any Metallica fan, definitely not. That's a good sense. point. To us diehards, no. Yeah, exactly. To the rest of the world, it's it, that, it, sh- it, that should have been the song for that record. Trust me on this. I don't know. Bob Rock thought that Holier should have been the song. True. I, that's a good point, but this is... It was so You're like, dude, I'm not Bob. I'm Shane. I'm not Bob. And why did Steve K not tell us what his last name was? He just went with K. Maybe we shouldn't say their last names on the air. Fuck that. This next one I'm really saying. All right. Letter rip, Tater Chip, because this one, <laughs> I have I have some some words for this one. Do you know in baseball when they put up a K, that stands for strikeout? Yeah. Steve Strikeout from hey, from Phoenix. Yeah. Steve Strikeout Pohanix. Pohanix. 
golf clap for yep. Strikeout Steve. Strikeout Steve, that's who he is. <laughs> Strikeout. <laughs> Steve, I hope you're coming to the 40th. I hope you find Jeff and I. And uh, by the way, we have a podcast for all guitar picks to hand out to all our app for friends, ready to go. Hundred percent, and just because we talk a little bit, uh, talk a little bit of shit, you know, you sent us some hate mail. I love it. We send you a little bit back, but it's all love. It's all a good time. <laughs> Strikeout, Steve. <laughs> Email number two. This train is really chugging right now. Oh yeah, I hear the. We're probably at the end of the hate train track, and now we have it on repeat. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's the point of no return at this point. Is this hate mail when he addresses you and I as gentlemen in his in his letter? It should have been gentlemen's. <laughs> Gentle man. Gentleman's. By the way, this is from Pat Zimmer. That could be a chick or a dude. Actually, it could. My aunt's name is Pat. So there you go. Gentlemen, Pat Zimmer from Columbus, Ohio. Escape has been played live! Exclamation point. That means he really... Said it he with really authority. freaking meant it. Right. Escape has been played live. Jeff said it wasn't last week. Get your facts straight. Most underrated song of all time, and you didn't even know it was performed. Atrocious reporting. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. Okay. So for those of you listening, I don't listen to our episodes after they're posted because, well, I'm there and you're listening right now. I know what I've said exactly. You were but there. for this one, I actually went and did my homework. I went back to that point. I listened to it. And he is right. I did say that. And to my defense, I I worded it wrong because that's not what I meant. Anybody who listens to the show knows that I know that song has been played live. Anybody who listened to the episode where I put my Dream No More set list, I used a live clip of them playing the song live yes, in my transition. So I am more than aware. That's a great point. Yeah. I'm more than aware that they played it live. When I said that, I think the way I said it is they, they haven't played it or whatever. I don't remember the exact wording, but I just meant like they don't play it regularly. Like they played it and then it was done. You know what I mean? And so that's what I meant by it. So uh, of course I, I did word it wrong. There's nothing I can really, say about that but i do and am aware that they have played it before okay you worded it wrong but you were aware of your surroundings and we we all have fact checked that by the way yeah yeah Still stand. i like strikeout steve's name what can we name pat zimmer from columbus um pz zp <laughs> i have no idea atrocious reporting <laughs> <laughs> like you're a newscaster atrocious <laughs> I like that word. I I was gonna say I think that's like he, a word that's like that makes trash sound like good. Like you almost get Atrocious, a golf clap bad. just for using right intelligent wording, but because you said I was atrocious, you're not getting a golf clap. Thanks for sending in your hate. And you know what? I hope that you send in some more in the future because it is great fun to read these emails. No golf clap for you, Pat. Maybe an app for guitar pick and SFO, but we'll we'll have to ask the jury. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. This is gonna have to go to trial. <laughs> Judge Judy enters the court. Exactly. You are about to uh, enough of the hate. Dude, what'd you think of my Christmas tree? I thought it was pretty badass. I 
I was expecting more Madonna, but you know, it was good. It was good. Because it started with an M and it ended with an A, but I didn't mean to let you down, but to break the news to everyone, Metallica Christmas Tree is up and alive as we speak. Surprise, surprise. Big shout out to my lady. If you can believe, if if you can, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, was it her idea? Mostly her idea. Got yourself a keeper there, bud. Mostly her idea. I think the idea was thrown around a few times. Mm -hmm. And then when all the, um, all the balls, you know, the sparkly balls and the, the, the reflective balls. The ornaments. Yeah. Yeah. Those things. (laughs) I told you I wasn't into big words tonight. I'm just into balls. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't. All the balls she made, all like the M with the hook logo and the the full logo. She made all of those by hand. Holy shit! So some intense labor putting this together. Like I said, you got a good woman there. I don't have one Metallica anything on my tree. For people that haven't seen the Instagram post of the tree, there's an and podcast for all hat at the top. That's that's your star because let's be honest, Jeff and I are the stars. Well, you're the you're the star. I'm just like the No, I'm like, I don't want to be the star. I I'm you know, I'm just We're just here know, hanging out. I'm just the out of focus guy, man. We've got ornaments <laughs> that Jeff calls them. I call them balls, a lot easier. People prefer balls over ornaments. Maybe. I have a James figurine in there. I have the No Life to Leather cassette in the tree. I have the Metal Massacre cassette in the tree. I have a bunch of backstage pass laminates. That's cool. And then I, my favorite part is the tree skirt, the the uh, you know the skirt, the, the 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 floor, the ground part. You had it right with the skirt, the tree skirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they okay. are set list, and the border of the skirt are Lars's stage used sticks I've collected over the years. And then on the edge of the skirt, I think you call it the fringe. Mm. The fringe are all the guitar picks I've collected from over the years. You know, I'm really glad that you you said that it was used sticks and not some used drawers that you put down there. Drawers, not balls. Yeah. You know, I was kind of thinking that you were going to use your St. Anger sun, sunshade as your tree skirt, but you know what that- Oh, that, dude! <laughs> that is phenomenal! <laughs> that wrapped around there would actually be pretty solid. If it would work, I don't know if it would work as easy as you'd think it would, but it would be- Hella Metallica then. <laughs> Dude, I might have to swap that out. She's going to be so pissed. He's like, I got to go try this out now. Yeah, we need to hang up. I need to go get the car, the sun visor, and bring it in here. To wrap that around, it actually probably work. If it does, make sure you get a picture or a video oh, of that for social. Be, I've got about 20 set lists from over the years, so that made the skirt right, just perfect, just laying the paper down. Yep. And then that, that fake snow I put on top of it. Yep. Look at you getting all creative. Fucking natural Martha Stewart over here. The lady was all about the balls and the logos that were handmade. I was all about the skirt with the picks, set list, and and, uh, and, uh, sticks. You're getting creative. I think you should call up TLC and say, hey, I need my own show. I'm going to design people's shit Metallica inspired. I think we're onto something. We should just open our own Met store, but don't tell Metallica. Uh, that sounds like a cease and desist. I'm, I'm out on that one. That's all you. Good luck with it, my friend. And I'll stand by. Who's our friend who had that cease and desist letter? Oh, Larry Levine from Pittsburgh, the designer. Yeah. There you see. (laughs) Larry's dad got the letter. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I'm not messing around, but you know what? 
Golf clap to you, my friend. I don't think my tree's going to be topped. It might be a one and done. I don't think I can do it next year because this was this was so over the top. I just wanted to make it 40th anniversary done. And then what's next year is going to be? Just going to put up candy canes and lights? Madonna. <laughs> Madonna, attaboy. Yep. Or Megadeth. Ah. God? Yeah. Yeah, just do it at a different band every year. Hello, me. Meet the real tree. I, I can't wait till you do your Greta Van tree. No, I would never pay tribute to that awful act. Your Greta Van Cage the Tree. Last week, we skipped our new segment called Free Speech for the Dumb, the wackiest shit you've seen on the internet this week. Have you have you thought about that segment this week, Mr. Winslow? I have thought about it, but unfortunately, I haven't really seen anything wacky. I've seen shit that I thought was funny or that I thought was goofy, but I don't really think other people would find it as funny as I did. I, I have one thing to share. Oh, well, if we're going to go with that, then yes, because I saw, I know the video you're talking about. Technically, you saw that on the internet. I did see that, so okay. if I can, if I can I just like piggyback on with oh, yours? Oh, absolutely, because it was that much of a mindfuck. <laughs> I think it even was for Amanda, because she was like, uh, what the fuck was that thing, <laughs> that video? I'm like, yeah. And she was like, that was real. I was like, that was real. She's like, it was fucking freaky. Wacky shit on the internet. Most wacky shit I attribute to dumb people, hence the name Free Speech for the Dumb segment. Right. Uh, This isn't dumb. It's mind-blowing. And it's even hard to explain this. It's at 40,000 feet in a private jet. Picture the intro track to That Was Just Your Life. (laughs) And as this doctor and nurse on board this airplane open up this little, uh, what would you call it, a medical device or contraption? Yeah, it was like or a, a medical machine. case. It was like a, yeah, it looked like a fucking... There is a human heart being kept alive and beating on a machine on a private jet going very fast because from what I learned, they only have three hours to get a heart out of someone and transplant it to the recipient. The donor, yeah, not the donor, but yeah, the recipient. And when the doctor opens that door and you see the heart, I don't know what it was, but I was mesmerized by what I was seeing. By the fact that it was a human heart beating in a fucking clear box alive with blood pumping through it. Yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy. It's not even in a box. Yeah, when the dude, when the doctor opened up that door, it was like right out in the open and there was just doom, 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 doom. doom. I can't imagine that's like, sanitary. Wow. Like, what if, can you just open that? Like, now person's going to end up with like, measles or some shit it's like where'd this dust come from oh it's from the jet don't worry about it you'll 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 just blow on it just like it's a a (laughs) nintendo cartridge (laughs) put it in hook it up (laughs) a nintendo cartridge (laughs) (laughs) how come tetris isn't working hold on (sighs) there we go we're in start the heart (laughs) that video came from a co-pilot of mine who used to fly organs I don't know how we got on it, but he's like, hey, check this out. And he played it for me, and I'm like, my eyes got as big as the fucking windshield. I'm like, mm-hmm. what in the fuck is this? He's like, dude, I used to fly these two or three times a week. That is a video that the whole world needs to see because it, it almost looks fake. Yeah, when I saw it, I I, I had to watch it a couple times because I, I didn't know. Free speech for the dumb. But I'm going to call that free speech for the smart because... You got to be smart to be a heart transplant surgeon. Yeah, I think so. I definitely a think bit so. More than being a pilot or a driving instructor. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. And you can't even compare my job to your job, so don't even put ours in the same category because you don't know no, what it takes no, to sit dude, in that car. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I am going to compare my job to yours because yours is a lot more dangerous. Seriously. Uh, statistically speaking, it is. I know for a fact it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my job is not dangerous. It's only dangerous if you have someone that doesn't know what they're doing, but you well, know what you're doing very well. That's so. what we call human factors in pilot error when you read like an NTSB crash report. Right. Yeah. You are in a car with teenagers for the first time, and you long. don't have the wheel. I know it sucks sometimes. <laughs> I've hit. We went onto the sidewalk yesterday, and sidewalk. Uh, yeah, somebody we they hit a little bit of ice or something, and they couldn't. They overcorrected, and then you know front wheel drive cars. You know, it, it's, it's a little bit of a different story. It's not like a rear wheel drive where the ass and slides out. It kind of slides in the opposite direction. You you could have killed someone. It's it's dangerous job. It is a dangerous job. I mean, the sad thing is, it was at the, it was the very last turn of her lesson, like literally the last turn before we go into the parking lot to be done. And the she whole put it was like flawless, and you're like fucking it, like last literally, minute. literally flawless the whole lesson. She did such a great job. It was her first time ever driving in the snow. Do you have an accelerator or just a brake pedal? It's got a brake. You got a brake. Do you ever okay. grab the wheel? I have a couple times. Yeah, I've had students okay. that are like driving into oncoming traffic towards the semi, and I'm like, you need to Ooh. move. That's oncoming traffic, and they're like, huh? I'm like. Bruh. Like, literally, they don't, it doesn't even register. They're just like, huh? They're just trying to recreate planes, trains, and automobiles when they drive between the two semis. I swear, literally. You know, like, we're and all. And then you look over and John Candy's wearing a devil costume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's With how the I feel. Pitchfork. That's how I feel sometimes, I swear. I'm Neil Page. That's when I can see your skull. Oh, man. <laughs> I just pray. That's all I can do. You're a religious man. I, I understand. Not religious. Spiritual, maybe, but not religious. Oh, okay. There's a difference. That's a good point. There, there is a difference, yeah. I feel like religious people go to church, and I only sometimes in my life go to church, I Spiritual. guess. Spiritual. I like that. Yeah. Dude, before we get to our guest from San Francisco, patiently waiting in our virtual green room, do you want to recap the last uh, 20 weeks of in voting for all before we head to the Chase Center? Let's do it. Dude, we came up with this 21 weeks ago. In the beginning, I didn't know how I was going to go over. I, I've had a lot of fun with this. I think people have had fun. We've had every week over 500 votes. Yeah, it's been consistent. For what you, you as the diehard fan want to hear as a rare track at the 40th anniversary, just two short days away as you're listening to this. And this is what you want to hear, not what they're going to end up playing. Fingers crossed. To recap, Phantom Lord versus Metal Militia, I was disappointed because... Everyone was against me and went with Metal Militia. Mm-hmm. The next one I don't feel was fair as Jumping the Fire took on Pulling Teeth. Base soul, take one. This is your fault. I I would I I mean I'm pretty sure I picked Jumping the Fire. I did too. Pulling crushed it. Week three we went into the Ride the Lightning album and people did the wrong thing because yeah, well, we all know my my big white elephant whale is trapped under ice and people decided they wanted fight fire. With fire instead. Yeah, fire versus ice. I mean, I guess I do like the heat more than the cold, but come on, people. Escape versus Cthulhu. They went with Cthulhu. Again, a bunch of posers. Thingy versus disposable. Disposable one. I did not vote for it. Are I was you seeing okay. a trend here? I was I was okay with either one of those ones. You are a disposable freak. Uh, yeah, it might be. That's for you sure. That. <laughs> Damage over leper. I'm okay with that. 
uh, I'm pretty sure I picked Leper. I was not okay with that one. And then I, I heard uh, the way they played damage a couple nights or a week ago or whatever. Oh, Daytona footage. I listened to it. I was not impressed at all. Really? I thought it was actually pretty decent. That was all right. I, I there's something about Lars's playing that throws me off now. Like I feel like he's like barely playing. Like especially the fast songs. Like when it, it like it just looks like he's just going like this. And to me, it just I don't know. Like it's not even him. It wasn't him. It wasn't even. <clears throat> I think it was them collectively. I just felt like it. It just it wasn't bad, but I don't know. I wasn't impressed with it. That's that's all it was. Like like I said, it wasn't bad. I just. His arms are sore. He's just trying to make the notes audible. I wonder why. That's a it, tough song it to play. It doesn't look good, but he's making the notes audible, and it's it's in time now. Well, yeah. I mean, I I didn't think it was. It was definitely in time, but I just yeah. Kirk Solo was good. It was. It was. Yep. People still did the wrong thing. Like one, two, three, four, five, six. We're on the seventh week. And I think I've only gotten one of my choices out to this injustice for all point. Straw over I. Not happy. Yeah. Yeah. I dun, dun, dun. Lars dun, will be dun, happy. Dun, dun, dun. Justin Hunt always said that sounded like Windows 95 crashing. I mean, he's got a point. He's got a point. Lars, if you're listening. Jeff knows you're not an eye of the beholder kind of guy, but just just for one weekend, bro. Yeah, one weekend. That's all we ask for. Dyers over Frayed. Yeah, I wasn't too happy about that one. Dyers. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted yeah, I wanted Frayed ends. And everyone knows that Dyers is your favorite favorite Kirk solo. And you still I, want Frayed, but I've been over this before because I don't think that it will be played well live. So I don't want to hear my favorite solo butchered. You know what I mean? One of your favorite songs, one, and that's of Wolf and Man over "Don't Tread on Me." I was very happy with that. They did the right thing. Is Rob gonna go? Got any wolves out there? How? I don't see that happening. No, he's going to go, got any ninjas out there? <laughs> <laughs> During fight fire. Yeah. The guards are laughing. <laughs> God versus misery. I will take misery on that one, even though God is fucking really good live. Yeah, what did, I think I voted for God on that one. Is what oh, I went you with. Fucker, you're part of the problem. Not on our Instagram. I meant like when we talked about it. I can't hear you. <clears throat> I said not on our Instagram when we talked about it. One thing that blew me away: uh, people want the house that Jack built over two by four. That was awesome. Yeah, that's that's a good good choice. Outlaw over bleeding. I went with bleeding, and all you guys totally jumped on me that week. I'll never forget it. I'm still going to therapy. Well, hey, call Phil. That's true. Prince Charming versus Fixer, I think that was a 90% to 10 blowout. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, that was that was kind of a tough one. I knew Fixer was going to win no matter what. The fact that it wasn't 100 to 0, I mean, the fact that people actually voted for Prince over... It was close, but I shouldn't say it was close, but to see votes for that, I was surprised. It was cool. It's cool. I liked it. All right, Jeff, we're at a crossroads. I need to know right now, 
Season 6, Episode 10. Will Fixer be played at the 40th? Here's your only statement about Fixer. Your official prediction, all joking aside, yes or no and why? No, it's not going to be played. Okay. Because we all want it so bad. That's why I think it won't get played. Do you think the band has like chatted about this, saying, "You know what? We're, it's just never going to happen, and that's going to be our history." Either they that, think that's cool. I think it's either that or they. I could see Lars knowing, but the rest of them, I could see them not even realizing that people want to hear that song that bad. Like I could legit see James going, "Wow, people actually want to hear that song." I had no mm-hmm. idea. Like for real. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. As this paint, what if they never even crossed their mind? Like, oh, Fixer? Like, really? Of all songs, that's the song you guys want to hear? This pains me to say this, but right now as we record this on December 10th, and you're hearing this the following Wednesday, probably while you're on a flight going to SFO, I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to say no. I I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. For a while, I thought it didn't. I think it was more wishful thinking, but now that it's close, I think reality's setting in, and I don't think it's going to happen. It's been exciting to talk about, but as we get closer, and I'm just not feeling it. Nope, I don't have that. I go with my gut here, and my gut is telling me that they're not going to play it. (laughs) I hope we're both wrong. Yeah, absolutely. This surprised me. Astronomy beat out uh, Crash Course. Uh, and I always said Crash Course would be such a great, absolute shocking surprise. Yeah, but I mean, astronomy, dude. I know. Never been played. I voted for astronomy. As did the majority. Yeah, I was happy that that went through that way. Another thing that surprised me the following week, minus human over I Disappear. That was actually a surprise. I thought Disappear was way up there with people. Yeah, but it didn't win by much, though. Uh, 51 to 49. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My point. Just squeaked by. Just by a hair. I won't say what kind of hair. Not an A, B, but a C hair. <laughs> Don't know what that is. Nope, never heard of it. Send your hate mail in. Dirty Window. This is getting into the to the Jeff Winslow world of street anger. Dirty Window over my world. Highly disappointed again, myself. I mean, hey. What'd the you people have spoken. I'm pretty sure I voted for my world. God, that'd be solid. And they've never played it. My world, never. Yeah, yeah. Just Window the they have. Just the rehearsal. Unforgiven 3, uh, our guest a couple weeks ago, Nick Garzolini, called that U3, and that beat out the Judas Kiss. Thank God. Yeah. Don't play Judas Lars if you're listening. Please don't. That's easy to say. All right, you guys. Uh, we figured that you'd rather hear, uh, you know, Judas Kiss over Fixer, so we decided right. we're going to play Kiss tonight. Hope you guys fucking enjoy it. Yeah, no. Uh, your favorite song on Hardwired beat out Confusion. Well, Cthulhu Awaken. Wake. 
instead the power of the Tulu. If they play that, will it be playing the purple snake bite? Or it'd be cool if he played the camel one too. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Bigsby. Thank God you didn't. No, that'll be on Creeping Death when they open up the show with it. No, no. Oh yeah. And then you threw some curveballs in at the end of some greatest hits, which you think we will all hear. I think all four of those songs are going to get played, but you know what? I had to had to pick a couple. Creep, Crushed, Sandman, and Puppets was like 60% over 40 for whom the bell tolls. That didn't really surprise me, to be honest. Please don't play Puppets, guys. It's eight minutes. There's other songs. You could play Last Caress seven times over and over for one Puppet slot. Sure could. Open with Bread Fan, play Fixer somewhere in the middle, close with Trapped, and Shane will never come to a show again because it doesn't get any better than that. Close with Trapped. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> As the beach balls are falling. Never happening. No, I'm just kidding. Do you think Jason will be there? No. Boy, you're a no on like all these cool ideas. Because I don't see it Miley being... Miley Cyrus? I, I don't see this show... 30th. Yeah, I don't see it being like that. I don't either. That's why they had all those guests. It was like this small, intimate, private thing. I think this is going to be, hey, we're focusing on all the weekend shit that's going on, and I think the shows are just going to be shows. Well, let's just stay home and watch it on Amazon then. At this point, <laughs> but that's the thing. is like now that they're streaming it... That's what I'm worried about. With all of this shit that's happening... That's what I'm worried about. Well, like all, think of all the weekend events like you were just talking about. You like, are I mean? people going to want to tune in and watch Fixer? No, nobody knows it. The people that are there want to hear Fixer, but is that going to be the live stream audience? No, they want to hear Puppets in One. Yeah, I think that it's not going to be quite what everybody thought it was going to be. I think it's going to be more focused on the events and the shit that's happening outside the concert and that the concert is just the bonus. So you're saying the main event is walking through piles of feces in San Francisco. Not my main event, but what they might consider the main event. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Ross Helfen, I just bought a original picture from you for $7,000, and now I have to walk through shit back to my hotel to drop it off. You never know, man. You never know. Either way, man, we're going to have fun. We're going to see a lot of Apple alumni. You and I have some podcasts for all guitar picks. I think you and I are going to do some drinking, too. There's some alcohol that will be consumed. Only $25 a can in the Bay Area. <laughs> <laughs> I bet beers are $22 inside the Chase Center. I'm just I'm just averaging out an NBA arena or a rock arena, San Francisco cost of living beer for you, Jeff. I bet that... Bring uh, a flask. I bet that I could watch it for free because I have Amazon Prime. So, boom. And I have a sixer in my fridge already. So... <laughs> Look at that. Hey, man, what's in the bag? Ah, sixer. A sixer. <laughs> hey, man, you're over at the Emporium? <laughs> Didn't we have Days quotes last week? I was week? just about to say, and we're back with Days and Confused. Dude, what's happening? Our intro is as long as an episode is. Is that asshole Banyan over there? <laughs> oh, God, I hate that asshole. As you squeeze your nose. Yeah. <laughs> now, make sure to take one of these. Babies need lots of calcium. <laughs> What does he say after they pour the paint on him? What the fuck are you looking at? It's fucking pitiful. How'd you let that little fuck get away? Yeah. <laughs> sure, I had a shotgun pulled on my ass. No way. Swear to God. Swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking at? I'll beat your fucking ass. I'll beat your fucking ass right now.
Ooh, it looks like someone's smoking reefer. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I love how he gets back into his car that's like just primer. Yeah. And instead of putting it in reverse, he just goes over the grass straight. Yeah, it just takes off. <laughs> Came here to do two things. Drink some beer, kick some ass. Looks like we're almost out of beer. <laughs> Clint, that dominant male monkey motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. That movie never gets old. What do you think about going back to school? Yeah, thinking about it. Thinking about but it. But on the other hand, I don't want to listen. They're sitting to listen to some dipshit who doesn't know what the hell he's talking about anyway. <laughs> uh, That's when all those high school kids thought it was cool working for the city. <laughs> yep. Fuck, I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to sign off and go watch that movie. But before we do that, we should probably get to our guest in the green room. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's been waiting for 40 minutes. 42 minutes. He, he might have even left by now. I don't even know if he's if he's even pending or. Waiting. You know what? We'll just we'll just scrap his interview, and this is the episode. You're welcome, people. Yeah, David Tsang. Here we go. He's going to tell us all about feces. He's going to tell us about San Francisco. He's going to tell us the right thing to do, people. Just like the 20 weeks of him voting for all. Absolutely. You ready to go to the Bay Area? Let's bring him in virtually, and then next week, literally. So literally, SFO times two. Here we go. San Francisco, Mister David Tsang. How's it going, guys? How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, I uh, got to eat some dinner, and that was nice. And, and now I'm here. You're preparing. Can't, you're preparing for a blizzard. David's already in place for the 40th anniversary. He hey. doesn't even need to travel. Yeah. See, That's I'm preparing. I'm, walk. I'm preparing to. It's fight week as we're recording this, and this weekend is a big, big event. So that's what I'm preparing for. Is it in Vegas or San Francisco? It's Vegas. I don't think they allow fights in San Francisco, do they, David? Just bum, bum fights. Bum Just fights? Bum, bum fights. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, you can, I'm going to say this the proper way, you can defecate in the street, correct? Sure. I've seen people do it in San Francisco and in San Diego. Now I know those are two kind of opposite areas, but I'm just saying I have seen it. In they both. both come at the same end. I, I know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> so as I, we're, so as, as we're all standing in line at the chase center, David, can I just drop drawer and just say, I'm not getting out of line. I'm going to shit right here. What's stopping you? Hey what's man, you? I'm not even getting on a plane, plane now. See, I don't even have to worry about going because I'm just going to sit on my couch and watch it. I mean, come on. Thanks. Amazon, Amazon prime, right? Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, think, I think it's a great idea. I think it's phenomenal. And the reason why is because they announce it a week before the show. They already know that they've gotten the ticket sales for the two shows. So they make the money there. And now think of all the people that either don't have Amazon Prime that will get it for that or will will pay. You know, I mean, it's it's if you think about it, it's a marketing genius is what it is. I mean, it's it's a great idea. Well, David's in San Francisco. He's he might not even go to the Chase Center where you can just watch it on your couch. Uh, for real, I mean, why <laughs> why leave the house when you could sit at home and toke a bong and sit in your drawers? I mean, there, there you go. go. That's, Here, that's life. Here's yep. what I'm worried about: <laughs> a more generic, regular set list for all you Amazon viewers. Oh, absolutely. We're going to get the Black Album front to back one of the nights, and then it's going to be like Creep Bell's Fuel. Maybe, maybe we will get like, I'll I'll stretch the limits. I'll say maybe three or four really rare songs. Like maybe Fixer will be in there, which if even if they played everything greatest hits and just played Fixer, that would be worth it in itself. But I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as rare as we were hoping for. I really don't. David, your prediction. 
I think you're going to get a lot of like death magnetic and St. Anger stuff that you don't normally hear. That's more like the conservative bet if they are going to do deep tracks or like side two of reload stuff like Carpe Diem or, you know, uh, Slither no. or something no. random like that. That well, you've never talking. heard. I can handle See, that. Yeah. See, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's better than what I'm thinking. I'm thinking exactly what they played a month ago. Just add, uh, take out like three or four songs and add in like Fixer maybe. Um I, I don't know fucking I see at this covers point, is, that's always on the, the I don't even the I don't even know covers, at this man. point now what because I that's why you would have the special guests is to do the covers you know what I mean this is true but do we have that confirmed list of special guests yet take out yeah one. Dean Del Rey and uh, DJ Lord <laughs> yeah that that went so well the last tour that you're bringing it back again you know the way I see it just love DJs they love comedians it's the like way I see it is if you're gonna get a comedian why didn't they just go with like someone really big like Rogan or Dave Chappelle or something like if you're gonna do it do it fucking huge get fucking Kevin Hart to do it like I don't know like get <laughs> I'm just saying if you're gonna get someone for right. something this big why not go all fucking out because they want to keep the money. They don't want to pay anybody. Yeah, Ooh. true. Kevin Hart would cost more than what they're probably yeah, making no both those nights combined. David's on to something. He's in, the, he's in the checkbook world. I think he could be correct. Well, I mean, yep. Metallica is a business, and they're all about capitalism, and I can't blame them because, hey, who doesn't like making money? How many exactly. people don't know who Dean Del Rey is? I don't. <laughs> I don't know who either one of the people. I don't know the DJ or the comedian. Never heard of him in my life. DJ, I have no idea. Del Rey, I know of because of a Kirk interview about a year ago. Yeah, no, never heard his That's name. The only until time I've ever. listened to him, obviously, was for that Hammett interview. Didn't even yeah. know he existed. I'm guessing they said we want Brewer, and Brewer said I'm not getting the jab, and I don't want to go to San Francisco, so I'm out. I could see that a hundred percent. I bet that's what happened. I how, how successful has Brewer been over the years, even dating back to the thirtieth anniversary? He was the MC for that, right? That's well, and I mean, Brewer has always had a very good name for himself, even long before that. You know what I mean? Like he's done pretty good for himself, and that's he's up there as far as like those legendary comedians. So that's exactly my point. Like, why didn't they get someone big? Why didn't they call David to just do it? He's a local guy. Yeah, for real. I'm busy. See, exactly. He's already making me laugh. He's funnier than whoever this Dean guy is or whatever his name is. That's right. By the way, as we look at David on Riverside.fm tonight on our video conference, he's wearing a badass black leather jacket. If only it was white, it would be straight up Mars 91. <laughs> it's, a pretty, it's a pretty nasty jacket. I like Use it. your illusion, man. Come on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> One and two, right, or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. the The zippers are legit. The snaps are legit. That's there you go. That's total axle. Just getting ready to start a riot in St. Louis. <laughs> Sounds like a night. David, how long have you been in the Bay Area? Uh, since two thousand and seven, so like fourteen years. What brought you there? Just a job. I used to live out in New York and did all that winter stuff, and then I was done with it. I, yeah, I, I couldn't do it anymore. I mean, it gets yeah. a little chilly though in the Bay Area. Yeah, full on winter. Snow. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I don't have to shovel anything. I don't have to salt anything. I don't have to start my car early. The only thing I might have to shovel is some crap off my, my the front of my building, but that's all right. I can deal with that. That's a, that's mean, a seasonal poop. It's not like a six months out of the year. Seasonal. Hey, well spoken, my friend. Well spoken. <laughs> so you've been out there over ten years, David. How long a Metallica fan? Uh, since the load. No, like load black album, like that that little middle area, like where they didn't really do anything. Like I would say, like ninety two to 
95 range around then i, I don't i don't know exactly but yeah. oh so you got around on board around like kirk's dreadlock era yeah with the hat he's huge that's yes. when his hat his hat situation started that backwards hat with the dreads woodstock yeah kind of stuff. yeah very filipino looking for sure he was embracing the heritage i, like I don't it. think i will go with dreads but man i think at our next show i'm gonna wear a hat backwards <laughs> there oh, you go i've never done that before you only live once right you guys are both Asian. you guys are both Asian. Can you have dreads? Uh yeah, I most definitely could have dreads. Season, have you, it's a seasonal thing. It, <laughs> have you seen have you seen if I just started with I my hair? Should. I think it's time that twenty twenty two it's gonna be the end thing. I'll tell you what, if I ever did dreads, that would definitely be the end of my hair. I'd cut <laughs> it all off after that. I wouldn't try and fix that shit. Hell no. How do you wash that stuff? I don't know much about them, but I've heard that the the shampoos and stuff have gotten a lot better. And that like the first week or so, it's a little rough. You're not really supposed to wash it, but then they do make specialized shampoos and creams, like oils, right? Yeah, yeah, like essential oils and shit that you can put in it so that you don't get like fucking bugs in your hair and it doesn't smell like piss and patchouli oil, and you know what I mean. I don't know a lot about them, but I've been around some people with dreads, and for the most part, they they didn't stink, so that's that's good. David, enough of the dread bugs shampoo shitting in the street talk. Oh, no, we were talking about Mistress Dread from the Lulu album. That, that, that was this is the next actual segue. Such a good song. Say that we're talking about Judge Dread, the movie. No, Mistress Dread, one of the characters on Lulu. <laughs> I don't know enough about that. I've never even heard of what you speak of. The, the, you know the album with Lou Reed? That, that could be another special guest. No, the little hologram Lou Reed just to annoy everybody. That'd be great. Hologram hologram guest. I like that. See? That'll be, that'll be a new section. We are yeah. going to corner the market. They they were going to do... Wait, I think they did do it. Was it the Dio hologram? Oh, they had a tour. Yeah. That's freaky. But we'll we'll corner the market on podcasts. We'll have holographic Guests. <laughs> Next week, Cliff Burton. We're going to start a hologram Vegas residency. It's going to be great. That hey, work. yeah, we, we don't have to be there. We could just put on our VR sets. <laughs> exactly. And just fucking green screen it from home. Deal. Lemmy. Cliff. We're, we got Ozzy. Uh, Eddie. Uh, Ozzy. Sammy Hagar, you know. Oh, we're talking about, just didn't want to be there. That's oh, the, we were talking about yeah. we were talking about bringing the dead back to life. No, we're, I'm just talking about people who don't want to go. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I'll see. You know, bringing the dead back to life—that's a touchy subject. So maybe we shouldn't touch on that one. Yeah, it's a little. Once again, very seasonal. <laughs> David, some of us see, know you. He should be opening up for Metallica. <laughs> yeah, that's right, what, dude. Not none of this Del Rey DJ. What what the fuck's the DJ's name again? DJ Bird. Dean D- Dean Del Rey. No, the DJ. Uh, DJ Lord, I believe he was in like Public Enemy or something. That's what I read in the description. Lord, there. I'm gonna call him Bird. DJ Bird. Where's Birdman? DJ Larry Bird. Where's Larry Bird? Exactly. <laughs> I do not play with my balls. You do more ball handling ball handling in an hour than Larry Bird does in one game. <laughs> in one game, yeah. <laughs> one game. Oh, damn it! What now? I got the seat just where I want it. I can't reach my feet to get my shoes off. That's just fine. Leave your shoes on. I can't relax if I got my shoes on. I don't care to breathe your foot odor. Leave the shoes on. Gee, it must be swell to be so perfect and odor-free. You know, there's plenty of things about you that bother me, but I'm uh, decent enough not to bring them up. Really? That's right. Uh, What do I do that bothers you? Well, there's lots of things. Name one. Why don't you name one? There's quite a few things. You want me to name one? Yeah. Fine, man. 
You play with your balls a lot. I do not play with my balls. <laughs> Larry Bird doesn't do as much ball handling in one night as you do in an hour. Are you trying to start a fight? No, I'm simply stating a fact, that's all. You fidget with your nuts a lot. You know what would make me happy? Got a couple balls and an extra set of fingers. <laughs> Jeff, I've met David a few times uh, around the goal at Metallica events. David, tell everyone, first of all, how many times have you seen Metallica? And take a guess, how many concerts you've seen in your lifetime? Oh, uh, Metallica for sure, 73. Lifetime, at least over 500. 500 shows. Yeah, hands down. It's not bad. It's not bad. Something tells me you're at a show within the last week. Uh yeah, I just saw Foo Fighters on Tuesday, I believe. Nice. Uh, does it count yeah. if for for Shane and I if we played in the show? Because then well, that's our, because then our numbers are almost there, man. That, that, that's different. <laughs> man. That's we're like we're still about thing, fifty you know? shy of David with the shows we've played live, Jeff. No. <laughs> hey, but you know, we're we're pumping them numbers up. That's okay. We're getting there closer. Seventy three. Uh. Foo Fighters. I saw that the other night. Taylor had Tommy Lee for his uh, drum head on his kick. He just likes Motley Crue. Does he change his head every show? Yeah, he had like R.I.P. Charlie um, Charlie Watts, like another one Charlie I saw Watts. this year. So it's it's okay, all man. it's all a tribute to drummers. Legit, I think Taylor Hawkins is one of the most underrated drummers ever. He's so he's a good fucking... looking woman. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> dude. Is man, and, and he looks good in a dress. I mean, come on, you got it. So I mean, checkbox. so many boxes checked. It's crazy. <laughs> was was he wearing the Van Halen shorts the other night? He wears the board shorts every night. Okay, are they always the Van Halen ones? Uh, they they rotate. Dude, he rotates his shorts. He rotates his yeah. What do you wear shorts? What do you wear? the same shorts every night. That's weird, dude. Well, when you got someone doing your laundry backstage, I'd be wearing those every fucking day. Yeah, when you're worth as much as Taylor Hawkins is worth. I just I just think it's kind of gross to wear the same sweaty. You know, you don't you don't want your area to be like all you know. Well, Come no, on, probably it's rock, not. It's rock and roll. Put on the fucking EVHs. <laughs> <laughs> did Dave get on the drums? Is that a nightly thing? Yeah, they do like a Queen cover. They switch off and stuff. It's really cool. Where'd you see him? But at? the only thing is, like, they do the same speech every night. Then you know, like on the drums, Mister Da 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 on the guitar. It's like the same thing. Just like Metallica this year. Doesn't change, just change the city name. It feels so does, great to be back in. Doesn't Taylor town. Hawkins? I think he has a Van Halen tribute band. What? I think that's mm, him. I'm not sure about that. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I could have swore it was him. Maybe it's maybe I'm thinking of a different drummer. I think he's play he plays with like uh Cheney, Navarro, and Hawkins, which is like Cheney, I think he's the bass player from Jane's Addiction mm-hmm. and Navarro, Dave Navarro. Yeah, I Dave saw them Navarro, play at Ohana yeah. at the Pearl Jam Festival. They just like jam out on covers and stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. Before we get to Metallica, David, what's the what's the biggest or rarest or I should say the best non-Metallica show you've been to. Like, I would Meta- say Metallica out of the equation, and you would say, yeah. There's, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of ties, man. There's, Paul McCartney is pretty awesome. Okay. Did you uh, see him? Was it with Wings or was it just Paul McCartney? Just him for like three hours. He doesn't stop like, for an eighty old man. Like kills it. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and um, Bruce Springsteen on Broadway this summer. That was pretty epic too. Just him acoustic. Wow. And uh, the boss. That's just like off the top of my head. I mean, Stones obviously they're just like incredible. 
I've always wanted to see them. Never got the opportunity. If you want to see horny grand, grandmas in, in, in an arena together, that's. I mean, that's why not? G Mills or you know, they're fun. Horny uh, grandmas. Gore is actually <laughs> yeah. playing in Minnesota tonight. Tonight? Yeah, I just saw someone post. Bring, a, bring your plastic to the show. Right. Thank you for being a friend. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I did look it up, and Taylor Hawkins did have. He had a tribute. Oh, band called, oh, nice. It was called Chevy Metal. And he had a he had, he had a van, and now that they you did, say that that rings a bell. Yeah, and they did an all Van Halen Beach Life Festival set. Like okay. they played this festival, and he sings it's, solid. It's crazy. He's a good singer, man. Like, He's he really not bad. Does it all? So is he the front man or what? Yeah, he's singing. Yeah, he sings. Who's drumming? Yeah. I don't know. Why didn't he call me? Yeah, you should have. I mean, come on, to do some some Alex <laughs> Van. Although no problem. I've never heard a snare in my life sound like a tom like his. It's like, dong, dong, dong. That's Alex oh, yeah, Van Halen. It was, it's, it's everything that led up to Saint Anger. He was a pioneer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> he was thirty years ahead of Lars, so don't bag on Lars. It was all fucking Alex. Yeah, I know, Alex. What'd you do, David? Seventy-three Metallica shows. Yes, sir. I mean, with seventy-three, that means you've probably been to about. 10 countries to see them uh it's 17 and next Damn. year it's going to be 19 or Damn. something like that i know you yeah. put on some serious miles because i've seen you wearing that moscow shirt yeah russia man oh my god those people are aggressive like tell us about they're russia. in your face the whole time What's tell that? us about it tell us about it oh russia dude like i mean i went there in the summer and everybody's out because they know winter's coming like really soon they're just like in your face they have like guns like literally just out just like in the streets no on the table they bring them in what yeah it's like the wild like west a, out there man it's crazy like in a restaurant like in a bar yeah no one says anything so let's say it's like 1 p.m you walk into a restaurant or a bar and everyone's got their pistol on the table yeah it's just pretty lawless you know you could like just slide a 20 to like security or the police and uh you can do whatever you want pretty much it's great Dude, that sounds like my kind of place. Like, I'd love to go somewhere and just be able to set my. But you're not home. Russian. That's the problem. They'll just look oh. at you the whole time oh. and be so like, "You couldn't do f- it, right?" They'll just be like, "Get out of here! What do you think you're doing? This is our house." Okay. Yeah. Don't, f- don't fuck with Putin on his territory. I would. That's that would be a good idea. And and oh, also at the end of the concert, they literally bringing the tank and the military to tell you, no, you you have to go. Like on the festival grounds. Like, yeah, you, you got to go. Really? Yeah, it, it's it's no joke. Like when it's time to go, it's time to go. So, like after the concert's over, and we kind of stand around for twenty minutes looking for you know broken cell phones and guitar picks, you, there's none of that going on in Russia. Let me tell you something, buddy. When the Red Army starts marching your direction, I, I think uh, <laughs> wow. like legit. Like I think it's time you. It's very. It's probably a good idea to leave at that point. And and people think That's America cool. is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Come yeah, that's no, like the legit Red Army, like guns drawn and everything. Like they are not, they're not messing around. So it's like clear out the venue and go home, or you're gonna have some serious problems here. I picture that concert clearing out to like the march of the end of Metal Militia. Yeah, it's like nine, it's like ninety one in, in Moscow, pretty much. Like, All right, you're done. Marching See you to later. Freight and sanity. Wow, with, with the helicopters wow, coming wow, in and everything. Wow, yeah. Wow, David, what was, that, what was that Russian crowd like? Uh, pretty hardcore, man. Like, they moshed to, like, every song within the Snake Pit, which is, like, I've never seen that before. Moshing to the Unforgiven? 
Yeah, like Circle Pit the whole time, dude. Like what? Harvester, Four Horsemen, and they just kept going from there. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is going to get crazy. Got I can it. see Four Horse, but not not Unforgiven. It would also, like, uh, I tried to go to the bathroom. Like, you know how they have the bathrooms all the way, in, usually in the back of the arena? Sure. In Russia, you could just walk backstage and go pee in the, in the crew bathroom. And really? no one says anything. No security yes. line or anything? Yes. I went with some guy named uh, Alexi, and he just, like, he just walked walk right in. I, th- I think he was a pretty connected guy. That's that's my guess. He said, Mother of Russia, I do what I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is Russia. <laughs> Nostrovia. That's right. I just can't picture running in a circle pit to, you label me, I label you. <laughs> it's Russian, man. Like they've been, These people have come from Siberia to watch the band, so that's, that's there true. You go. They've probably been drinking vodka for about a week leading up to that concert. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's like it's that's their bottled water. It's just like straight Smirnoff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is natural from the tap. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Aquafina, no Aquavit. Yeah, no, I made this. In, I made this in the Gulag on the way over. It's great. <laughs> Aquafina, no Vodkafina. Vodkafina. That's right. I've tried to drink uh, Aquavit, and let's just say it's tough. That sounds gross, dude. You might as well drink bleach. The dude is like drinking jet fuel. Gross. The aftertaste alone will just, yeah. Oh, I, yeah just, that was, I just that like was drinking brutal. tequila. I don't think they have tequila in Russia, buddy. That, no, that, they, that's not no, no, it's too they should not. There. That's a horrible idea. That's a horrible idea. David, where else you been? Columbia, that was pretty crazy. Uh, people oh, wow. literally jumped up and down and shook the ground during Sandman of all freaking songs. Oh, I believe it. It was like 70,000 people just in a dirt field, just bouncing the whole time. It was nuts. In Columbia. Yeah, and they also played like Orion and uh, and Justice for All that same set list, and people started bawling oh. their eyes out. I know Jeff, what a set Jeff list. would be bawling if they played Justice. <laughs> the full thing, dude. No pre tapes. The full thing. Did you feel safe there? In Col- uh, I did until someone tried pickpocket my iPhone and I had to chase him down. So whoa, yeah, yeah fun time. Straight up pickpocket to sang. Yeah, Columbia. Columbia is no joke, dude. It's a. Uh, You're like it's okay. It's only like one three. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's the one I travel with. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it, it's it's as dangerous as they advertise. What other dangerous situations or countries you've been in, whether for travel uh, spoke- or Metallica? Spokane, Washington. Those people are pretty savage. Spokane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Spokane's got a lot of homeless. Yeah, and they're all at that show, and they're all crazy pushy. It was great. I've been to Spokane for work, never for a show, but it's like a big homeless community. It is, yeah. Just like that whole corner, of like that north, Pacific Northwest, you know? like It's like a huge magnet for runaways and transients, so good for them. If I were to run away, I don't think I'd run to Washington. No, I go to Hawaii. Like, come on, let's be real here. Well, Something would nice. That's a long run, but I see, I see your point. <laughs> somewhere, tr- somewhere warm, right? Like, why would you like stay somewhere wintry? Like, if you're homeless, yeah, that like, makes no sense. Why exactly? There's not many homeless but, people in Minnesota where Jeff is. Dude, I've seen homeless people in Alaska, and I'm like, oh my god, they've definitely killed somebody. That's why they're here. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a place to hide out in. And there's homeless people here in Minneapolis. What are you talking about? Yeah, there is. Where? 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 Not Minneapolis. Just go downtown, brother. Go down by the homeless shelter. (laughs) There's lots of them. I see them. That will do it. Great statement, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff, you drive down there a lot with your students, don't you? 
Yeah, you gotta drive through the ghetto. Ah, oh, that's not ghetto. That's just downtown. Oh no! Yeah, oh, but, hey. but when you're going through North Minneapolis to get into downtown, it gets a little. North is the ghetto. The downtown's not that bad. Depending on what area I've... you're in, if you're down by the Shelter, yeah. driving the Delta, Shelter. <laughs> I'm real thumb with towns if they have a direction in their name. It's probably going to be a terrible place. Well, David, everyone's listening to this episode next Wednesday. Basically, everyone's traveling out the following day to San Francisco. Yeah, man. What are the good parts and what are the bad parts of San Francisco? Uh, the good parts, like where the tech companies and rich people live. The bad parts, everywhere else. Everywhere else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, like North Beach is pretty nice. I like Chinatown is okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, by the by the baseball area, you know, the where the Giants play. That's a really nice area. That's close to the um, Chase Center, isn't it? Correct. Correct. Yeah, it's okay. all like all these new tech companies that built these giant glass buildings there. I remember for SM yeah. too. I parked mm-hmm. at the Giant Stadium and walked to the Chase Center. It's like a ten minute walk, and it felt pretty decent. Yeah, but getting out is a bit of a challenge. Getting out was hell. Oh, by the way, are you guys doing the, the? Are you going to do the wedding band thing? We are. Afterwards? Oh my god! You chartered a bus and all that craziness. Uh, that's a great question. Can I just walk from the Chase Center rather than wait for a bus? You can try. It's like three hour walk, but you know. Ooh, it's, it's on fine. the other side of town. Yeah, it's, and you it's might get pickpocketed dude, so. for your iPhone too. That's true. Yeah. My iPhone four. <laughs> yeah, your travel phone. Hey, but you get to play one of my favorite game shows in San Francisco. Watch out for the shit. (laughs) The rules of the game are in the title. There there you go. How about as the Chase Center clears out and we have an hour to get to the Fillmore, can I grab an Uber or is that just going to be impossible? Uh, If you have $200 to spare, sure. I mean, 200 It sounds like the other night when I was on a problem, dude. (laughs) Jeff, where was I when I had that $200 Uber? Uh, Sacramento. I was going to say, yeah, you were in California. What's this California highway robbery Uber crap? Capitalism, man. They, they just surge the prices every time. Why don't they just every charge, show? Just charge Google and Facebook. They can afford to pay the tax. I was gonna say you should rent a helicopter to take you to and from, man. I think you have the connection. It's like the cost so. of living is expensive. Maybe cheaper. <laughs> I'm sure their their minimum wage is really high there too. Is yeah, it? it's like eighteen dollars or something ridiculous. Oh, and I wonder why everything's so goddamn expensive. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Shane, you and Jeff drive by helicopter. <laughs> yep, ten dollars cheaper than an Uber. Yeah, I swear. Go figure. We moved from the Chase Center roof over to the Fillmore corner. Only in California. (laughs) Did they drop you off? No, we just jumped out with their shoes. We Grand Theft Auto that shit. That's right. Grand Theft Auto 6 coming out soon, 2026. 2036. (laughs) That's about when it'll be out. Yeah, but it'll be amazing. That's how long your walk to the Fillmore is going to (laughs) be. Dude, it's a comedian. I love it. David, tell us about the venue where the trivia with Stefan's going down, as well as the Ross Helfen Gallery. Uh, it's like downtown area, pretty much. So it's like Union Square, where like all like Macy's, you know, like all the big department stores are at, kind of thing. So it's like very like there's like a mall there and stuff. So it's a super safe area and just like pretty centered to like where you could take the train to the the venue. So I don't know why like they only have like one or two hours lead time. To, between the end of these events and to when like the other things start, because right. then you're just gonna be scrambling the whole time, go back and forth. Especially if you paid for something, which is like ridiculous, guys. Like you know, you don't want to miss like anything that you paid for versus going like these free things. No. So I, I think I think they should have spaced it out more with like commute times and stuff like that. Jeff and I agree. It's like they've jammed a week's worth of shit into like three days. Yeah, it's just like you look at that schedule. It's like, uh, where do I eat and when do I sleep? Right. And then, yeah, even like the volunteering stuff. You have to go so far with to do beach cleanup on a Saturday and then come back. You know, uh, we ain't volunteering. We'll be sleeping in. 
but then they do they do um (laughs) it in san francisco it's like san francisco new york city like could you could you have picked any more like expensive area to be in like why, LA, there you go. Yeah, LA. why couldn't why? At least LA. I feel I've been to San Fran. I've been to LA. LA is obviously mm-hmm. traffic is nuts, but it is definitely mm-hmm. a lot more spread out than San Fran is. Yeah, and I sure. think why, it's sure. I think it's easier to get around in LA than San Fran. Why couldn't maybe this not be in, in Fort Myers, Florida? Yeah, why couldn't this be at a lot US closer Bank to Europe Stadium? for all our Europe friends? Well, because Jason's there, so they can't. You know, they should have done it in like <laughs> to travel far for the weekend. They should have done it in like Sioux City, Iowa, Salt Lake City, <laughs> so you can bring all your Mormon wives. Shit, man, I, I think to be honest, they should have just done it in Hawaii, so it could get the real hardcore fans to go. Yeah, well, you got to pay two thousand dollars airfare if you want to go see them. It's in Honolulu, and you have to surf out to the venue. It's in the water, exactly, so. with Robin Kirk. That's like Green Day played on the the barge in the Simpsons movie, <laughs> and then it melted. Oh, I you forgot you have, about you that. You have literal literal crowd surfing, guys. It's gonna be great. Hey, Shane and I've played on a boat before. A barge, a, cruise? a barge. Oh, okay. and it moved. It moved with our gear on it. It was the weirdest thing ever. That was Saint, a big show okay. too. Saint Clair, on a barge, Michigan. Oh my god, it was on a lake then, yeah. One of the Great Lakes, northeast Cor- of Detroit quarter million wow. dollar fucking speedboats rolling by every two seconds. Yeah. Did you guys go to that Orion speaking in Detroit, the 2013? Yes. Yeah, that was, that one was, that was an odd one, like randomly in Detroit. Yeah, because they played Disposable and Carp Diem in one set. Awesome. Well, my favorite thing is like they promised the city seven more years of festivals and they never came back. <laughs> uh, I wonder why. <laughs> oh boy, gee, That was the best deal ever. Did they promise Guaranteed them that? Money. I forgot that, Sorry. David. Yeah, they signed a guarantee with the city for like two or three more concerts, and they never showed up again. So, well, it's probably the money, guys. because they Bye. went to Flint and drank some tap water and got sick, <laughs> got dysentery. Jane was James was like, "I've got a headache and the runs." But they did play the full set of Kill 'Em All that Saturday. That was that was the best part. Dion, baby. Yeah, yeah I, I was at the rail for that, and uh, with Dead Sarah was like the band before. I felt so bad for them because everyone's like. Just looking at them like with that, this angry look. Get off the stage. Get off the stage. They're like get off the stage. We can see the Burton family. We can see the backdrop. We can see yeah the backdrop exactly. Silver like, sparkle. Let's go. That, that, yeah. Man, I wish I could have seen some of those shows. I just have such a hard time traveling for shows. Like it's, I have a hard time traveling downtown Minneapolis to go see a concert, and that's like fifteen minutes from my house. That's why this should not be even in Fort Myers or Salt Lake City, not San Francisco. I don't want to. I don't want to dodge poo. I'm we should probably like. We need to coordinate what shoes we're going to wear because it's kind of like walking through a combat zone. Put some boots on. I'm going to get those fucking big old yellow rubber rain boots. <laughs> Don't have like, to tie my laces or nothing. Oh, David, Jeff, Shane, welcome to the Chase Center. We're glad you're vaccinated. Welcome to the show. But you have shit on your boots. Uh, welcome anyway. <laughs> uh, there's a dress code for this concert and uh, rain boots are totally allowed. What's up? No, just another like awesome show. I remember it was like in Hong Kong, the first time I ever played there. Dude. That was amazing, guys. Oh my god! Like I flew halfway across the world for that because I entered the stupid contest to the meet and greet, and I won for the first time in like twenty years. <laughs> so you had to go. I was like, yeah, of course. And my family is like, some of them are still there, so it was like a perfect trip, man. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, they, they, that was the one place they didn't like crack down on their lyrics because in the mainland China, you can't talk about the government or any like. Anti-government oh, songs. That's right. Is that where they can't yeah. play puppets or something? 
Correct. Yeah, because it's like anti, like a step, or they can't play one because it's like anti-war. Also. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so, but Hong Kong, like at the time, was still like pretty democratic. I don't think it is anymore, but they they didn't care. So like they just played, and the crowd there was like so mixed. It was like, you know, obviously you get like the ten percent of like all those crazy people that travel, follow them everywhere. Sure. But then the other the other like half of the crowd was mostly like expats, like people from South Africa or like wow. the British, or you know what I mean, like this like. It's, it was a weird mix. Jeff, if you were told you couldn't play puppets or one, what would you replace those with? Something to piss off the government or anti uh, Let's see. Um, Injustice for All and... My World. Disposable Heroes. <laughs> That's not bad picks. <laughs> but I think That's those similar. are also like anti-government songs, though. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be like, no, you can't do this. Well, they didn't say I couldn't play those songs. I'd be like, hey, hey you didn't specify you said these two, motherfucker. <laughs> I wonder if that's in their contract where it actually says do not play Master Puppets and do not play one. From the promoter? No, from the government. Like, you have to send your set list in before you even, like, load in. <laughs> that's why you open up a bread fan. They have no idea what it's about. Exactly. Or... Or like a cover, you know, like just catch them off guard. Oh, we didn't write that song. It was yeah, they can open song. up with so what. Yeah. Or Stone Cold Crazy. That'd be great. That'd be perfect. Jeff, I'm impressed. He came up with Disposable Injustice way faster than I ever would have. Well, I mean. We're taking so- all puppets and putting in Purify. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? <laughs> hey, dude, Purify is the greatest song they ever wrote. Duh. All within yeah. the China. It's all <laughs> your government. Yeah. I think we just altered. Prince Charming? Yeah, no one know what that, what that song Yeah, about. just altered the lyrics and we got this. Hong Kong, David, to uh, for a meet and greet. That's that's quite the mileage for a little meet and greet for 10 minutes. Hey, that's not when you came back and you were on the same flight as Lars. No, that was Europe, man. That was the end of the first leg for 2019. We came back from Paris together and we were all just hanging out at the... So the flight was at six in the morning after the, and, you show? Know, the show ran. Yeah. Okay. And everyone just like zombied out, you know? So like, I just went to the airport lounge cause I just need a coffee or, so- or something, you know, to like wake up. I get in there. I see Kirk first come in with his guy yep. and then Lars comes in with Frank and then like everybody, the whole rest of the crew just like spreads in there. I was like, Oh, crap, cool, man. And then when I got off the plane, I talked to Lars like, in customs and I was like, so cool, man. You know, you came with us all the shows too. And you came here too. It's so amazing. And then like he signed my black ticket thing for Europe. Nice. Then they posted about it on Instagram and you know, how things go on Instagram, 30,000 likes, a hundred thousand people that don't like you. <laughs> so there you go. The internet for you guys. Fuck Sometimes. David. We don't like him times a hundred thousand. That's right. And that's just my mom. I'm like, mom, crazy. <laughs> James and Rob on that flight or it was just Kirk and Lars. Uh, just Kirk and Lars. Cool. It's funny too because like the year before, like when they ended the Fresno, like I I was going to Hawaii like the next day, like unplanned, like with what Kirk was doing, yep. and he literally was on the same flight. This is the last guy to board the plane. Damn. Dude, time this well. <laughs> I know. I I spent the whole time. I was sitting next to his like father in law the whole flight. We were just like chatting about family and stuff. He was awesome. And with the minute we got off the flight, like you know, we said our goodbyes and everything. And this one guy just freaking showed up at the baggage claim with like 20 vinyls for him to sign. Oh, God. And, and true to form, banged him out. Boom, 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 boom. And that was it. Crazy, man. And he did sign them? He did all of them, yeah. Wow. Man, if I got to sit with them, I wouldn't even ask for a picture. I'd just be like, you know what? This is that moment between two people where it's like, yeah, I know it's it chill. happens, or I knew it happened, and that's it's it. Chill. Like, 
just yeah just be a normal human being don't treat them like anything other than right. a normal person because that's how they want to be treated the last thing i want to do after well, at least a 10 I can, hour flight yeah, is hang out and sign shit i want to go home yeah yeah exactly just treat them like people at least I, I can now say that like, me and Kirk have uh, honeymooned in Hawaii together. So <laughs> <laughs> on the beach, so romantic. The, the true—that's the true enhanced experience, gentlemen. <laughs> it doesn't get much deeper than that. We don't need we don't need Dean Del Rey or Brewer. We got David here, dude. This is, this is absolute. <laughs> then this is all improv. Nothing scripted on a podcast for all. David, you you, you missed your calling, bro. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna run up there and take the mic. I'm gonna be like, all right. We got our main man DT in the house. What's up? <laughs> well, don't don't say that too much. People are gonna think it's the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Delray to saying whatever. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Same thing. So I'm surprised you're doing the wedding band thing. That that just sounds like a long, the longest day of all time. Like, I don't. It's just a continuous, you know. Bad. And they're gonna play get on stage at like midnight or something. It's, it's gonna be so long. Yeah, but Jeff and I had Doc Coil on the show in season two, so we we got to say hello and hang out for a bit. That's gonna be some good shit. That's Metallica the doors open at what six thirty? They go on at seven thirty. No, the the, the comedian guy goes on at seven thirty. Oh, fuck. openers, fuck the comedian. I know. And then and then they're they're going on the normal time, like eight thirty nine o'clock range. It's gonna be long, dude. Like they're playing the full set, you know, and all this other stuff going on. Okay, so Jeff and I can go to the bar at six. I we well, like Lars said, I drank a lot to numb the pain. Numb the pain. Okay. So we'll numb the pain, like when he was at that art auction, and then we'll roll in around eight thirty. Metallica goes on at nine. Nine do probably eleven, and then we head over to the Fillmore. That's not bad. Yeah, we'll we'll be we'll roll in right as they're closing up with Seek, and we'll be good yeah. But to then go. there's two other Seek. opening bands. <laughs> There's two other opening bands at that Fillmore show too, right? Like uh, Goodnight Texas and some other guy or whatever. Oh, don't say that. There are. Yeah, and, and then like Kirk and Rob, like, at the earliest, Kirk and Rob will come on at like twelve, twelve thirty, <clears> and then <throat> that who knows how long that's going to be. What are they going to do? Play at three in the morning? They've done that before. Dude, I just turned forty. I can't stay up that late. You might be onto something. I'm a, I'm a retired just talking about it. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a five year walk up the hill anyway to get to the Fillmore, so I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> You'll be there for the encore, bud. Yeah, you'll be too tired because you'll have walked through so many shit bombs. I'm literally having live shit. I'm literally stuck in shit. <laughs> live shit, 2021 SFO, <laughs> the new box set. The new box. Set. That should be the name of this episode: is live shit. The preview about as you're listening to this on uh, next Wednesday, leading up to this weekend, the preview of what we're going to be walking through for four days. <laughs> Good Literally. God. We, we gotta get some Mr. Go. Hanky the Christmas poo. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Speaking of longevity, those guys are still going too. South oh Park, yeah, South that's Park ridiculous. Guys. South Park and The Simpsons making, are like the longest running cartoons, I think. And they have all these deals with the streaming services now. They're just making a billion dollars just to make that stupid show every year. That's crazy. Well, guys. it's because just they keep it. it. They keep it so relevant. They're always talking about all. They don't care. They just attack anyone and everyone. Oh, I know, but the thing is, like, who's watching the back episodes? Because they're all like, once it's done that week, it, 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 they're meaningless. You know, I don't know. Some of the early ones were kind of funny. Which ones? But, but I'm saying, like, the well, Simpsons and South Park, both of them. Oh, God, the Simpsons, yeah. like that, that fell off, like in the two thousand. Yeah, that's been like whatever. But like, that they had got the Disney Plus deal, and now they have like Paramount Plus. Yeah, I think uh, Simpsons is still holding on pretty strong. You know what I'm into yeah. that I just discovered this week. What's that name? F is for family on Netflix. Um, yeah. Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. Yeah. Bill I'll Burr. put your head so through the hilarious. fucking wall. Dude. Just calm down. Just, just calm it's, down. It's, right? That was pretty good. One I of the... did not know about this. <laughs> this is how behind the times I am. I just finished 
Tiger King 2. Oh, that was, dude, that was great. And then we decided to, someone that Crystal works with has watched F is for Family, and I'm like, what the fuck is this about? And within the first five minutes of episode one, I'm like, oh my god, is this a fucking home run? It's funny. There's there's some funny shit in it. Oh, dude. there's been some I'm good surprised stuff to get away with the up. shit with you know bullshit cancel culture these days. It's oh, everything Bill, on there is Bill right Burr, up my alley. Bill Burr, the guy that voices Frank, he he's this Boston guy that just doesn't give a fuck. I mean, he <laughs> he's so, he's so funny. funny. He's been on Rogan a bunch of times on his podcast. He it's does a bunch right of stand-ups. Like the dude doesn't care. He just he he likes to say exactly what's on his mind. It's right up my alley. It's it's impressive, man. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I'm only on like the, the last season just came out, like season five. Yeah, only, actually, so I, there's a lot, man. I'm only on like episode seven of season one, so they're quick. They're quick though, man. They're like 20 oh, God, minute yeah. episodes. They're, they're, they're beautiful. And I it's love about how, an airline. Yeah, I, yeah, Mohican. <laughs> I love how he's always <laughs> telling people he's gonna put their heads through a wall. It's the best the thing. Fucking wall. He's like. Tells his son, he's like, I'm gonna put your head through the fucking wall. And he goes, We're outside, there's not a wall. And he's like, Well, then I'll build a wall just so I can put your fucking head through it. <laughs> I'm gonna build 40 walls and fuck you up. Yeah, like it's always about putting someone's head through. I love it. Yeah, he's not going now. When did he decide that? Just now, when I told him. This shit took me all morning. You promised you were going to take me. Well, you lied to me. You gave me a word saying you were working on those history assignments, and all of a sudden I get a call from your teacher saying you haven't done a single one. It's history. It's not going anywhere. When I get home tonight, I want to see half of those assignments completed, or as God is my witness, I will put you through that fucking wall. We're outside, genius. There is no wall. Then I will build one, and I will fucking put you through it. It's so great. It's great. It's either like episode two or three of season one. You know, the kid's flunking out. You're still, you're learning about who the family is, the the older kid. Yep. Yep. He's like, that's it. I'm driving you to the airport and you're going off to Vietnam. Oh, yeah. He's just like crying. (laughs) He goes, this is a win-win for both of us. You're getting out of school and we're going to get a folded American flag someday. (laughs) (laughs) And he's so serious. And the kid's in there crying. He's like, I don't want to go, daddy. I'm sorry. Oh that's justin God, long that's if you know who that actor is that's the one who voices yeah. him which not i don't think a lot of people realize that because his oh voice is a little bit different so many good quotes he used to date drew barrymore how crazy is that that's guys? an odd that's an odd like 15 Dude, that's like ago, that's like pete still, davidson dating kim kardashian oh i know like he's a goofy looking motherfucker I just... I mean, i'm pretty sure someone said that he might be the goat of life because he was no able way, to dude. bang Kim Kardashian and Ariana Grande in the same lifetime. <laughs> That's just because he's on SNL. If he wasn't on SNL, they could care less. <laughs> Jeez. You guys' knowledge uh, of actors and banging is at an A-plus tonight. <laughs> banging. <laughs> I don't know any of these names actors spitting and out banging. here. I'm here to talk about Metallica. I don't even know who Bill is. Bill Burr? I don't. Oh, man. I, he actually, one of his podcast episodes, he did an interview with Jason. It's actually pretty good. Check it out. Jason Newstead? Yeah, it's like a two-parter. He's like, wait, 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 we're back on Metallica now? Well, now that you say that, it rings a bell. But when I hear that name, I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. He's great. Yeah. And (sighs) on part two of the podcast, they talk about aviation. There you go. See? Right up your alley, Oh, that's boring. That's just work talk. And we're talking about Mohican baggage handlers in the strike. (laughs) Now we're talking. In the strike. No, no, but they're talking about, like, Metallica. (laughs) 
they're talking about like the metallic and the, the tour planes and like you know all that stuff. oh that's like, cool it's like very cool it all ties it all ties in yeah i'd like to hear some about stories it. about the the old school the g1 like how they took a helicopter up to alaska or something like random like that. oh yeah i guess i never knew yeah, that something random i never like knew he did that interview i'm gonna have to look that up it's like it's fairly recent it came out like a month or two ago, oh yeah well then that makes sense yeah why... Metallica has a lot of history with aviation and pretty cool machines they've ridden in. So is Leonard Skinner. Yeah. They have quite the history, too. They have a story, but it didn't end as well as others. <laughs> no? Stevie no? Ray Vaughan. Yeah, Buddy no? Holly. Buddy Holly. Randy Rose. The La Bamba Rose. guy. What's his name? John Denver. The Bamba. La Bamba. Yeah. I know. The Bamba. Yeah, what was Richie Valens. Oh, Richie Valens. That's what it was, yeah. Buddy Holly. I call him the Bamba. Oh. Buddy Holly. Who was the chick from TLC? What was the uh I left Yeah, eye. the L. No, she died in a car crash though. It wasn't a plane crash. It was a car crash. Was it Chili then? No, she's still alive. You're thinking of Aaliyah, man. She died in a that, plane crash. That's I thought left eye was in a fucking airplane. No, she died in a car crash. She was she was a crazy one too. Aaliyah died but in a, the Aaliyah... She was in a plane in uh, South America. No, uh the Caribbean. Which, which is interesting because her plane crashed on 9-10-2001. Wow. Right before the big day. Isn't that, isn't that wild? I thought Left Eye was in a plane crash. That's spooky. Yeah. I have heard parts of that Jason interview. I just didn't know that was Bill. We don't have an in-voting for all for him tonight, but we should ask him what the oh, song okay. that should not be is. Yeah, David, between the okay. Russia... And Columbia, iPhone, and shit in the streets, and 45 other non-metallic things we've talked about. What, over the course of your 73 shows, do you think should be the song that should not be? The one that you just got to skip over. And you can't pick Purify or something off the Yeah, Sand Anger's off the table. It's off the table. It's... Like that I've heard or that I just don't want to hear ever? Let's go with ever. It doesn't have to be live, but if you had to pick one song that should not be, what would it be? Uh, I am going to go with a tough one. There's been a lot of bad ones. I don't oh. think a tough one is a Metallica Live. song. Ja Rule. <laughs> I haven't heard that live. Um, Watch over hopefully, this week. I was going to say, hopefully at the 40th. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, what did it jinx it, guys? Ja Rule, special guest. Oh, that's, better than, that's, that's better than DJ Marshmallow or whoever that guy is. Yeah, Bird. it's the hologram. You see, busy playing Firefest too. Right. Uh, I'm gonna say. Hey, look, it's Ja Rule wearing an N95. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have to ever hear it again, it's got to be sad but true. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I'm really digging That's that controversy. I just heard that so many times, and it's just I just don't get it. That's kind of how I feel about the Black Album in general. Sad but true is the song that should not be. Yeah. David, that's nice. Jim Brewer's favorite song. Good for him. You can hear, you can hear it. Yeah, he can, he, he's like he could open up Spotify or Apple Music, YouTube. I'm sure, he's so got when, one of them. They can play. They can play it just for Jim Brewer going just forward. For Jimmy. Jeff, any more you want to ask, Mister David Tsang from the Bay Area? We'll see him next week. Um. Yeah, man. Um. No, I no, I really don't have any questions. I do appreciate you coming on, okay. taking the time to hang out with us. You know, it's always a good time, and I really think cool. that you should be opening up at the Chase Center. Yeah, for sure. Let's legit let's make some right on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hashtag it, guys. Don't worry, I'll call Lars tomorrow. I've got his number. 
I know where he lives. It's fine. I do too, I mean, actually. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Been to his house. There the van's go. been in his driveway. That's that's the sign of making it. That is a sign of making it. It almost Fuck. didn't make it up. That was a but steep we made hill, it. Bro. We made it. We made it. I love it. David, I can't wait to see you, man. Anything else you got, sir? Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, I hope to hear this episode soon. Thanks again, David. Uh, we'll see you next week, bud. All right. Thanks, thanks guys. Again, Thank you. We'll see Take you. Take care.